Hello, market meditators, and welcome to your daily market briefing. Short, snappy, no BS, 10-minute daily updates about the crypto markets. Delivered to you by me, Kin. Bitcoin is having a very good day. Open up any 24-hour price chart and you'll see a steady ascent and currently trading around the 24k level. The question on everyone's mind is what does Bitcoin need to continue to see the price climb? What is going to help bullish Bitcoin continue? At the end, I'm going to talk about two events this week that could really help Bitcoin's upward price action. I'll tell you what these events are, what could happen during these events, and based on what happens, how much of an impact we're going to see on Bitcoin's prices. Anyone who has a position in Bitcoin, be that small or big, should stay tuned until the end because it's something that we should all be aware of and looking out for all of this week. Before we go into the two events that could dramatically impact Bitcoin, we're going to take a look at the charts, then we're going to talk about the top five headlines in the news today. Finally, to end, we're going to see what those two make or break points for Bitcoin are. So let's start this call as usual by talking about the Bitcoin chart. It's one thing to see Bitcoin do well when there's loads of good news in the market. But at the moment, we've had really bad news come in and Bitcoin is still strong, which makes that strength all the more important. Specifically, we've got the news that the Bank of England is having its biggest interest rate rise in 27 years. A very bad headline for Britain, which of course has materialized in the pound dropping against the dollar. The good news for us is that Bitcoin completely seems to be unaffected by this news that the Bank of England will raise key interest rates by half a percentage point on Thursday. This news comes amid concern that UK inflation will be over 10% next year. If you hop onto the Bank of England website, you'll see that the bank has raised its key interest rate to 1.75% from 1.25%, the largest single step in more than a quarter century. This kind of an interest rate hike makes market participants usually very nervous and countries try to avoid it. The only reason that the Bank of England would be doing this is if the alternative is even worse. And in this scenario, the alternative is really high, crippling levels of inflation, 10%. Remember that the healthy level of inflation is 2%. That helps you conceptualize just how bad a 10% inflation rate is. So concluding the point, BTC strength right now is all the more impressive given that we've got really bad news come through from England. As tends to be the case when Bitcoin does well, Ethereum is doing well also. As we get closer and closer to the highly anticipated Ethereum merge, the Ethereum chart will be a very interesting and important one to watch. Over in the world of altcoins, if you get up any trading exchange, you can filter for the biggest 24-hour movers. We can see that very close to the top is Flow Token. As I always point out on these calls, when we see a big altcoin mover on the 24 hour, particularly in market conditions that aren't yet super bullish, it tends to be driven by some sort of fundamental news. In the case of Flow, we have of course had the news that Instagram is adding Flow blockchain NFTs. That is the update of the charts done. We now move on to the top five headlines in the crypto market news today. Remember, after we get through these top five headlines, I'm going to tell you exactly what we need to see for bullish Bitcoin this week. Please don't miss that part. I really want everyone to be aware of it. 
Top headline number one is that asset management giant BlackRock has partnered with the publicly traded crypto exchange Coinbase to make crypto directly available to institutional investors. A positive headline that unsurprisingly has been trending on crypto Twitter. Mutual customers of Coinbase and BlackRock's investment management platform Aladdin will have access to crypto trading, custody, prime brokerage and reporting capabilities, according to a blog post on Thursday. BlackRock is of course the world's biggest asset manager, so this was really positive news for the crypto markets. Top headline number two, come sailor away with me. We did recently have the news break out that Michael Saylor is stepping down as CEO to become executive chairman with a sole focus on the company's Bitcoin strategy. As a CEO, obviously Michael Saylor was very adamant on Bitcoin purchases. I would be surprised if that didn't have something to do with the demand for his resignation. So if that is the case, curious to see how much Bitcoin policy he can push through as executive chairman may well be the case that it does continue, but a bit of caution is advised. Caution is the theme of top headline three. Just a few more headlines to go until we get into that essential bit of Bitcoin news that every single Bitcoin investor needs to know about. A news report from blockchain analytics company Chainalysis estimates that $2 billion worth of crypto has been siphoned out of cross-chain bridges this year alone which of course includes $190 million from the recent Nomad Bridge exploit. Chainalysis estimates that $2 billion in cryptocurrency has been stolen across cross-chain bridges across 13 separate hacks so far this year. In fact, attacks on cross-chain bridges accounts for 69% of total funds stolen so far this year. Many market participants believe that this represents a significant threat to building trust in blockchain technology. As more value flows through cross-chain bridges, they become more attractive victims for hackers. Perhaps even more troubling is that bridges are now a top target for North Korean linked hackers who, according to estimates, have stolen approximately $1 billion worth of cryptocurrency so far this year, entirely from bridges and other DeFi protocols. Top headline number four is just revisiting the news that broke out about the Phantom Wallet hack. Developers behind the Solana blockchain are saying the closed source Slope Wallet may be responsible for the ongoing exploit this week that has resulted in millions of dollars worth of cryptocurrency tokens being stolen from more than 9,000 hot wallets. This is the final headline until we go into those important bits of Bitcoin news and events in the week. Big four accounting firm PwC's crypto head has left that role at the firm to set up a $75 million digital asset fund in Dubai, according to the Financial Times. The fund's presence in Dubai comes as the city presses forward with establishing itself as a crypto hub after Asian financial centers such as Singapore and Hong Kong have appeared to turn cold on the sector in the wake of a steep market rout and wave of corporate collapses. So when one door closes, another opens, or when one area stops trying to be the crypto hub, another one steps in. And in this case, it's Dubai that's stepping in and stepping up and continually attracting more and more innovation in the field of cryptocurrency. Another important theme to draw from this event is that it's not just money that moves to hot markets or industries like cryptocurrency. 
source through talent. If you are a very successful, ambitious person, why would you want to work in a stagnant marketplace? So, as well as seeing money move over to crypto and digital assets, it's not surprising to see the best talent do the same thing. So, we have arrived at the part that I imagine everyone was waiting for. Two important events this week that will have a material impact on Bitcoin prices. Gonna tell you what the events are, how they might play out, and what it will mean for Bitcoin. These events are fundamental events or data points. I believe there is so much out there to do with technical analysis and not enough people talking about the fundamentals. Maybe three years ago, you could have gotten away with just looking at the charts and TA. But for better or worse, the cryptocurrency markets have exploded in relevance, popularity, and the demographic that is involved in cryptocurrency markets now includes too many people for you to ignore fundamental factors. They move legacy markets and increasingly they move crypto markets too. That's exactly why I do these calls for you to get more fundamental education out there for free. Open up any economic calendar. My go-to is FX Street and filter for the highest impact events of the week. It will quickly be revealed to you that on Wednesday, we have US monthly CPI, one of the most important data points that everyone across the world watches. In these calls, I will never just say a word and not explain it to you. I don't believe in that. I believe in making this kind of data and analysis available for everyone and to teach people how to do it themselves. The CPI quite simply measures the overall change in consumer prices based on a representative basket of goods and services over time. So you take a basket of different goods like food, energy prices, etc. You compare them at one point in time and another point in time. It's the same basket of goods, so a change in price should reflect changes in inflation. You've probably been hearing a lot about CPI recently. That's because everyone has been very nervous and risk off because of rising CPI or rising inflation. No one wants to see inflation rising too quickly. So the steady ascent in CPI was very worrying to many people. What we want to see on Wednesday is a lower CPI number. That would be the best news for risk assets like Bitcoin. At the moment, the stage is looking set for a lower CPI number to drop. So things are looking good for Bitcoin holders and investors. I told you about that basket of goods earlier that constitutes CPI. One of those items in the basket is energy prices. Energy prices are set to have taken a big dip for this month. So everyone is anticipating a lower CPI number. Specifically, the consensus is that CPI on Wednesday is gonna come through at 0.5%, which is lower than it was last month at 0.7%. This will be good news for the Bitcoin markets. And if the number's even lower than that, it'll be even better news. A little tip now before we go into that second bit of data that's coming out and that's gonna be very important for Bitcoin. You might be wondering why there are so many different data points that we're watching. Why can't we just look at CPI and think, okay, that's it. We've got a good proxy for the economy. The reason is because a lot of these metrics are really flawed. Let's say that we're studying inflation to get a sense for the effectiveness of the monetary policy that is being pursued by the Federal Reserve. I told you that CPI includes energy prices. Is the Federal Reserve the only person that can impact energy prices? 
The answer is no. As you may know, the recent Russia-Ukraine tension, the geopolitical events, has led to a lot of turbulence in energy prices. So when we look at this number, we think we're judging the Federal Reserve, but actually we're judging global events and global tensions. These types of anomalies and quirks is why it's so important to rely on lots of different data points. So we're going to wait until Wednesday and see what happens to CPI. We're hoping for a low number. Next, we're going to look out for what's happening on Friday, the Michigan Consumer Sentiment Index. Here, importantly, we want to see a higher number. Higher number, better for Bitcoin and risk assets. Once again, allow me to explain what this metric is. Listen to me talk about it for 30 seconds and you've taught yourself a new tool to use as a trader investor for life. The Michigan Consumer Sentiment Index is a monthly survey of how consumers feel about the economy, personal finances, business conditions, and buying conditions. How do you find this out? Well, the University of Michigan conducts a telephone survey. It releases a preliminary report mid-month and a final report at the end of the month. The index is seen as an important leading economic indicator as consumer spending accounts for 68.5% of the US economy. The forecast is that consumer sentiment will be higher this month. 51.5 is the number we got last month. Everyone is expecting about 52.3 this month. Remember, Bitcoin and crypto markets are risky assets. People are more likely to purchase them when they feel comfy, when they feel safe in the overall market, when they feel like spending. That's why the higher this number is, the better. How good is a one or two number increase? Well, only past evidence will help us understand. CPI in July of this year was 51.5. Last year, it was 81.2. So a one or two number increase is good, but we've got a long way to go until it seems like the sentiment is generally more positive. So good news for Bitcoin will be if that Friday number comes in as high as possible. So we've looked at the charts, we've looked at the top five headlines, and we've come to the conclusion that for bullish Bitcoin to continue, we'd like to see low CPI on Wednesday, high consumer sentiment on Friday. That is the end of today's call. Hopefully you're leaving this call feeling aware of what's going on today, aware of what you should be looking out for for the week, and maybe you've learned one or two new things about fundamental analysis. Thank you guys for tuning in. Let's speak again tomorrow. Bye.